Hey, this is Anna. And Naomi. And Abby from, from the Thrice Thought Podcast. Today is the Grace Wins Plan on Uversion, um, day seven through eight. And day seven is seeing in a whole new way. And day eight is love does the right thing. And we encourage you to follow along with us on the Uversion app. The first uh, day seven, the passage is Matthew 9, 27 through 31. So, Abby, do you want to read that? Yeah, I'll read that. Okay. Um, let's see. And if I... What? Oh, I'm at 12. Sorry. As Jesus went on from there, two blind men followed him, calling out, Have mercy on us, son of David. When he had gone indoors, the blind men came to him, and he asked them, Do you believe that I'm able to do this? Yes, Lord, they replied. Then he touched their eyes and said, According to your faith, let it be done to you. And their sight was restored. Jesus warned them sternly, See that no one knows about this. But they went out and spread the news about him all over that region. I... One of the things I liked from that passage was Matthew 9, 29, which is, you will have what your faith expects, or at least that's part of the verse. And I just liked that, because then they were fully healed after that. And, like, that's, like, they got what their faith expected. So they expected to be um, healed. healed. <laughs> and, like... I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. Something that I liked was um, the one of the verses was Hebrews four sixteen. That was like an additional verse, so I'll read that real quick. Um, Hebrews four sixteen. Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence, so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. And a quote from the plan not a verse but we can be confident in approaching his throne of grace because grace um has already won and Mm -hmm. it's just like god's approachable and we can be confident in that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i liked how they said that but i think um like that verse i think i've always kind of had a struggle between like confidently approaching god but also you're supposed to be like meek and so like Mm -hmm. isn't that like arrogant so then i guess like it kind of struck me that it's not arrogance but confidence confidence that confidence in god not like arrogance that you're good enough to be healed but Mm, confidence that god will heal heal Mm -hmm. you and i thought that was cool yeah that was cool Mm. the other thing that i had um for this day was it was talking about prayer and like they went through the Lord's prayer to do this, but it's like any prayer and how I think it was like you first like acknowledge who you're talking about. So like our father who art in heaven um, and then you give thanks um, to God. Um, yeah, I have then, it. I have it here that I wanted to read it. So oh, okay. if you want to, I pulled it up. Okay. You can go ahead. I have just like... The Lord's Prayer through which Jesus teaches us to pray explains how we can connect with the Father. This is from the Uversion plan. First, we enter in with thanksgiving and praise. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Then we align with his will. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Then follows petition and request. Give us today our daily bread. Connection and intimacy first aligns us with God's will and sets us 
and sets things in their right order so that our asking is in line with his nature. Yeah. I, yeah, I did, um, I tried to keep it to four words. So it's give thanks, align, request, believe. And if you can find one word for, that means give thanks, I would very much thank you for that. (laughs) Because I had a hard time doing that, so it's two words at the moment. But <laughs> I thought that was cool, especially how they were saying that you have to, like, align yourself with God first and then request. Because otherwise, your requests are going to be um, arrogant. They're going to be, yeah, arrogant, and they're going to be towards, like, worldly gain. Um, but if you align yourself with God, it will be, like, um, for heavenly gain and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was cool. Yeah, um, a couple things that I wrote down were just, like, the power of faith and that because they believed, um, like, Jesus healed them and that in the devotional they pointed out that when you are healed or when you have faith, you see clearly um, and you just can see the beauty and the grace um, as well as the broken without just being like like you can see the light faith Mm -hmm. gives you a light Mm -hmm. to look for yeah Mm -hmm. i have perfection is not required just a small amount of faith and trust Mm -hmm. and like it's like um when you hear the verse you will have what your faith expects you're like wow this is a big deal i have to believe like completely and like then i'll get what i want or whatever but it's like mm-hmm. you just have to have a little bit of faith. The first mm-hmm. part is like that you said you don't have to be you don't have to have perfection or something mm-hmm. is like really encouraging to me because I have very harsh inner critic sometimes and like I guess sometimes you can tell yourself that and be like, I don't have to be perfect, Naomi, but like to have someone say it and be like, give you permission not to be perfect is like always really comforting and it's like even if it's just like your family but especially if it's in like um somewhere where it's large they do it like god is speaking to you (laughs) so yeah it was kind of i really like that and yeah. yeah and it's kind of like knowing versus believing like you can know in your head like i don't have to be perfect but until you believe it you're not gonna actually like take comfort in it and, like, that's something I've learned that's, like, believing and knowing are super different. And so, like, I can tell myself and know that I don't have to be perfect. But I don't necessarily believe it until God decides to show me mm-hmm. in some way. And even that statement, like, shows that... Lost her train of thought? Yeah. <laughs> Shows that you, like, even that promise of, like, you don't have to be perfect, it takes trust and faith to depend on that promise because it's trusting God to be perfect. And similar, just, like, knowing and believing, like, we know God's perfect, but Mm -hmm. being able to, like, rest in his perfection and knowing that it's okay to not be perfect. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Anyone else can read they also mentioned another verse, which was First Peter one one, 
And it was just um, pointing out that genuine faith is proved by trials. And just like, even though it can feel like through what you're going through, like the faith is like being sucked out of you. Like, in the end, it depends how you respond to that, I guess. Mm-hmm. And it, you can come out of it being more genuinely faithful. Yeah. It's kind of like having an argument with, like, your sibling or your parent or spouse or whatever. I mean, I wouldn't know about spouse, but um, what I've heard. And it's just, like, you argue, and it's, like, you low-key, like, think yourself, you're, like, I hate this person. But then, like, in the end, you love them more because you were able to, like, push through it and just like I love you and like something that I learned recently or that we read was that when you're married it was specifically to married but you know you can apply it somewhere else (laughs) is like love you're not gonna be in that like honeymoon stage or like all lovey-dovey your whole marriage like marriage isn't based on loving them 24-7 love is when you don't feel like loving them you take that extra step to be like, okay, to to love them. I don't know how to explain it very love well. Love them through action. No, not necessarily, but like, just like if you don't feel like loving them, then you choose to love them. It's just choosing to love them, mm-hmm. even if you don't feel like it in like an argument. And so, an argument you come out stronger because you choose to love them. Even when you think you might hate them in that second. So that's, I don't even remember what the first point was. But that, yeah. Yeah. I think I explained that somewhat making sense. (laughs) Yeah. Did you find your thing, Abby? I didn't find my note, but I have this other note that I added. Um, so kind of like the other thing where give thanks, align, request, believe. Um. I thought at the end of my prayers ever since that, I've added, um, I write them down. So I put amen and then I believe. And we kind of just say words or like say phrases, I feel like a lot of times and then get used to them and just kind of like forget the meaning behind it. And so um, amen means so be it. And then I think it's cool adding like the I believe. So like, so be it, I believe. Mm -hmm. Um, and, like, saying you, not only, like, being, like, you know, let it happen, but, like, I believe it will happen. Mm -hmm. So, I thought that was cool. Mm -hmm. I might randomly find my other note and... Something that was also comforting to me, that it said, we are invited into God's home. And, like, home is very personal and comforting especially in like the time that we're moving I'm kind of like yeah it's very comforting to be at home and it just like relaxes you but like God is inviting you into your home and like especially in like bible time time (laughs) it's like having a meal with someone I think was like a big deal and like showed for, for like communion and like when Jesus 
had a meal with Zacchaeus, it was like a really big deal because this guy's a sinner. Why would he eat dinner with a sinner? So I think it's like really cool that it's like we're invited into God's home. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Do you have anything else for day seven, Abby? Mm-mm. Day eight was called Love Does the Right Thing. And the passage for that is Mark 3, 1 through 6. Yeah, so it's Jesus heals on the Sabbath. Another time Jesus went into the synagogue and a man with a shriveled hand was there. Some of them were looking for a reason to accuse Jesus, so they watched him closely to see if he would heal him on the Sabbath. Jesus said to the man with the shriveled hand, stand up in front of everyone. Then Jesus asked them, which is lawful on the Sabbath, to do good or to do evil, to save life or to kill? But they remained silent. He looked around at them in anger and deeply distressed at their stubborn hearts, said to the man, stretch out your hand. He stretched it out and his hand was completely restored. Then the Pharisees went out and began to plot with the Herodians how they might kill Jesus. To me, one thing that was kind of like astounding about human nature is that they watch this whole interaction and they end with trying to see how they might kill him. And what they just saw was restoration was the only hope that the world has. And like, just that human nature naturally wants to destroy the only source of light Mm -hmm. and how like crazy that is that we don't know what the light actually does I guess until we accept it and just yeah Mm -hmm. just the love that that interaction showed but how corrupt our hearts can be towards things like that just amazing Mm -hmm. in a bad way and, and that sin makes us hide from the light. Yeah. And how important the light is for healing and for seeing. Yeah. A point that I liked in this one was Mark 3, 5. And this one is ESV version, but it says, And he looked around at them with anger, grieved at their hardness of heart, and said to the man, Stretch out your hand. He stretched it out, and his hand was stored. Mm-hmm. But the significant thing that I found was he looked around at them with anger, grieved at their hardness of heart. And it's, you know, I used to think that, like, anger was bad. And, you know, it's like sin. Because as humans, when you're angry... You do sin, (laughs) but anger and sin are different. When you're angry, you sin, but this anger isn't the sin. Yeah, you can lash out and that's the sin, but being angry, like you can have righteous anger. And so what I liked about this is that he was angry, but he was grieved and the righteous anger he is sad that they don't want to be with him. And he's, like, grieved at their hardness of heart. So he's, like, angry because he wants to be with them. And he, they don't want to. And so it's, like, it's like when you want to hang out with a sibling and they don't want to hang out with you. You're, like, oh, well, fine. <laughs> and so he's he's not saying fine. He's still pursuing them. He still pursues us. Mm-hmm. But he is angry and, like, grieved. Because he, like, desperately wants to be with us. And he wants that relationship. Like, 
So that was a really cool thing to me. Yeah. One of the things they said from the Bible study or whatever was grace wins over law, mercy mm-hmm. triumphs over judgment. And I just really liked that. I thought it was cool. Mm-hmm. And like important to know, but just like, yeah. Because like a lot of people, you know, I think it's like just a very blunt, like, yeah, thing. Mm-hmm. Also, one thing that they mentioned was just like the fact of remaining neutral. Yeah. And the verse says, um, which is lawful on the Sabbath to do good or to do evil, to save life or to kill. And I think a lot of people's inclination would just like from mine, for example, might just be, well, neither <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yeah, just go with the safest way or whatever. But that in remaining neutral, we contribute to the darkness and the light, the light, if you're in a dark room, light will stand out no matter how you try to look at it or whatever. And yeah. Yeah, that was a cool thing because it's like when you think of neutral, you're like, well, it's not doing good, but it's not doing bad. Mm -hmm. So it's like, yeah, God doesn't take, or Jesus doesn't take the, like, safe or over sorry in this, I don't know if, like, all the time, but, like, in this specific thing anyway. And so he's like, well, I'm not going to be, like, I might get in trouble and die for this, but I would rather do good than be neutral and contribute to evil. I will, mm-hmm. I don't want to be safe over sorry. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So that is kind of cool. I don't know. Did you say the exact wording? Because I had that written down where it's, we cannot remain neutral for in remaining neutral, we contribute to evil. Mm-hmm. And I really like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I have a quote from the, um, this is my last point that I had. And it was just a quote from the devotion that was, may we never be people who hide behind false religious ideas, like the neutral thing at the expense of welcoming and loving others into God's kingdom. Mm. And it was just, like, cool, because it's, like, it was a cool prayer. And just, like, yeah, to really do that, you can't, you literally can't do that without Jesus. Like, you can't, yeah, it's just not humanly possible to just, not, I guess, not do the safe over sorry. Like, your human nature is going to want to do that and be like, well, I don't want to die for that person <laughs> mm-hmm. that I don't even know. But um, but the cool thing is, Jesus does know everybody. And he does want to die for us. But anyway, yeah, so that was a cool thing that I liked. I liked that prayer a lot. So, yeah. Thank you for joining us for mm-hmm. today's episode. Mm-hmm. Does anyone want to pray? I'll pray. Um, dear Lord, thank you for um, that we just get to be in your word together and just dwell in how faithful and how loving and sacrificial you are. And that help us to not hide behind false religious ideas and help us to welcome people in. 
to your kingdom with with a loving heart and not um yeah be safe over sorry sometimes and jesus name amen amen hope you guys enjoyed our episode (laughs) yes join us for our next debate episode you can record a message on anchor.fm slash thrice thought and your argument might get in the podcast press the message button and it will start recording yes (laughs) the podcast debate topic is what is the most important part of a movie five minutes most important five minutes like and it can't be split up it can't be like one minute from over here and one minute from over here guys that's cheating you can't pick the whole like middle segment it's five minutes five minutes so let us know yeah yeah Um, see you next time.